Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Sheree Felice, and this week I am joined by Andre Decock, the international trip developer for Big Bite Education. Listen in as we talk about the growth students experience when they go abroad. Okay, so why don't you tell me a little bit about Big Bite Education? What is it, and what do you guys do? Okay, we're a language school situated in Taiwan. We've got five branches, mostly located in the Daan area.、Uh, we have one in Tianmu. We've been in the market for about twenty years, and we primarily teach English to students. You said primarily English,、yeah. but is there any other languages that are offered?、Uh, no, no, we don't do any other languages, but. We have some other after-school programs as well. So one of the things you guys do is you send your students to different parts of the English-speaking world. Is that correct?、Uh, that's right, Sheree. Yeah. So what are some of the places that you send your students to, and why did you pick those specific places? Okay, so we send our students to literally four or five different continents. We specifically chose English-speaking countries because we want our students to have as much exposure, obviously, to English. So, for instance, we have three different programs.、Uh, we have a summer boarding program where we send students to four different boarding schools around the world: to England, to Hawaii, and we also have the east and the west coast of the U.S. We also do service learning programs where we send. Students on volunteer work projects also around the world. We've done projects in Africa and we've done projects in Nepal. And then we also have an adventure program. And this next year, actually, we'll be sending students to Australia and Hawaii. So I noticed that most of the programs are based around the summer. Is that true? There are some winter programs which we are really excited about. We have a program for really young students. Between the ages of seven and ten, so this is a kind of a starter camp. We're doing that in Australia in January on the Sunshine Coast. We're really excited about this camp because you know the students will be learning how to ride horses. They'll be living on a horse ranch north of Brisbane, so that's the one camp we will be doing in January. And then we'll also have a service learning camp. We're going to Nepal, where we are helping private school that is situated in the very remote part of Nepal. We're helping them. Kind of establish an education program as well as helping them actually physically build the school. So the language skill and the summer boarding programs—that's where students who sign up for Big Bite Education go to learn English, correct? Correct. Yeah. But the adventure programs and the giving back programs—do the students who go to these programs are they volunteers? Are they teaching English? Because it seems like they're going to communities that aren't predominantly English speaking. The school that we going to in Nepal, the、uh, language of instruction at the school is English. So the teachers at the school are, come from、uh, Western countries. They're all volunteers. But our students will also have the opportunity to step into the classroom for a few days and teach English classes. Our Primary project at the school will actually be establishing an orchard of fruit trees, which we'll spend probably about three days planting. The aim or the dream for this school is to become completely self-sustainable. The parents of the children who go to the school pay absolutely no fees. It's the only free private school in Nepal, so they're desperately in need of funding and also whoever. Wants to step in and help. Do you know have the name of the school? It's called Maya Universe Academy. Okay. It's situated near Pokhara. Yeah. And what's the age group of the kids who are there? 
They have 400 students and they range in age from six years old up to about 15, 16. Quite interestingly, they started eight years ago and most of the students are from the local area and there's absolutely, well, or very little access to quality education in that particular part of Nepal. But they've also taken in a lot of students whose families were affected by the earthquake in 2015. So there are quite a few orphans that are being housed at the school, but also students from families who don't have the means to look after their children. Okay, so for your programs, how long are they on average? Because it seems like kids are going to be away from their parents, correct? Yeah. So how long are they usually? So the service learning project in Nepal is a nine-day program, but usually our programs are about two weeks Our summer boarding programs can be anything from three weeks to six weeks. Okay, and the summer boarding programs, is it like summer school in the United States or is it more like summer camp in the United it's, States? It's summer school. Summer, summer school. school, yeah. Okay, so it's classes all day. Yes. All right. What are some of the qualifications they need to go on these programs? We don't really have a benchmark that the students have to meet in terms of like their English skills because hopefully being surrounded and immersed by other English speakers in an English environment will help them gain the confidence to speak English. Our courses are designed for students anything from the age of seven up to 17. For instance, the camp we're doing in Australia in January are for very young students who perhaps have never traveled outside the borders of Taiwan. So it's basically a camp where we will focus on letting the students gain more independence or have more responsibility. Yeah. Okay, so when you're not sending students abroad... Does Big Bite Education offer English classes here in Taiwan? Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, it's a, we're a bushy bun, so we offer afternoon classes from one thirty to six thirty. And yeah. is this private tutoring? Is this in groups? It's in in classes, language classes. Uh, we follow an American curriculum. It's called On Your Way to English, and it's aligned with a Common Core. A curriculum in the US. So we'd like to think of ourselves as a very progressive language school, always kind of like looking to improve our product. Why did you choose the American-based program? I think it's probably because a lot of our students are looking towards studying in the US um, when they reach secondary school. That's part of the reason we do summer boarding programs is to place students in schools where we think they would thrive when they reach secondary school. Tell me, what benefits do you see when kids go abroad and learn English? Okay, I've been doing these camps for maybe 15 years, and it's amazing to see the kind of growth that these students, even if it's only over a one-week or two-week period, what kind of growth they show. A few years ago, we did a trip to Holland where we took the kids sailing for a week on the North Sea in an old 100-year-old schooner. And these were junior high school kids. And just over the course of five or six days, they had to do everything on the ship. They had to cook. They had to raise the sails. They had to swab the decks. But the level of confidence that these kids showed at the end of this week-long, very intensive sailing program was quite astounding. Can you give examples of that? What type of growth? A lot of students in Taiwan are very sheltered. And the parents rarely give them the permission to do things, whether it's cooking in the kitchen or going on a bike ride by themselves. So these kids, after they came back, their parents said they could see a difference in the kind of basic approach to being a kid. So you would say they hone in their skills of being a kid as I would assume that they would become more independent more and independent, grow yeah. a bit more. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so it's the second one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what is your most popular program? At the moment, I would say probably our Hawaii program in the summer. That is also aimed at very young kids 
between the ages of 8 and 12. We take them to Hawaii and they do a marine biology program on the island of Maui in conjunction with an organization called the Pacific Whale Foundation. That's very popular because Hawaii is a popular destination and that's a two-week program. Okay, and that program is part of the summer boarding program, correct? No, no. that's a summer adventure camp. Okay. Okay, so we have boarding programs which are primarily academic in focus and then we also have adventure camps, which we design and run, which it's more fun and with the kind of less of an academic focus. And what would you say is an average of amount of students that go on each trip? We've had trips where we've had 24 students, but our average, I would say, is 12. Our STEM trips, which we do to Europe as well, these are science and technology trips. We take the students around Europe where they visit universities and they do workshops and classes in institutes and museums. We would take as little as six students. So it depends on the kind of trip. So adventure camps, the numbers are slightly higher. And then our STEM trips we do, it's a little bit more exclusive and we take smaller groups. And for the summer boarding programs, the ones that are academically based, are they brought to accredited universities to learn English or is it a branch of Big Bite? No, they're private boarding schools in the U.S., So, for instance, we collaborate with a school called TASIS in England. They're actually the American school in England. And then we have a school in Oregon called Delphian, which is also a private boarding school. We've just started working with a school called Taft on the East Coast, also a private boarding school. And then we send students to Hawaii Preparatory Academy on the Big Island, on Hawaii. And... I know you probably don't have all the numbers for this, but what's an average price parents should expect to pay if they want to send their kids to a program like this? I mean, it it varies. I can't really give you a price at the moment. Our Nepal trip, for instance, where we do service learning in Nepal, we try to do at cost so that we could get as many people as possible interested in our program. The boarding schools vary. It all depends also on what our boarding school partners charge. We try to make it as reasonable as possible. All right. And if they go to a boarding school program, you know, obviously there's weekends in the two weeks that they're there. Is there stuff scheduled for the weekends or do they have free time to No, they have activities over the weekends. So for instance, the students who go to TASIS in England, on the weekends, they would maybe go to a West End show. They'd go watch Cats or they might go to Stonehenge or down to Brighton. So there's a myriad of activities for them to do. And so tell me, if people want to find out more about Big Bite Education, how would they find more information? Okay, so they can go to our website, which is Big Bite Edu. I'll spell that B-I-G-B-Y-T-E-E-D-U.com. And it's in English and Chinese. And they just have to go to the tab for worldwide education and they'll be able to find all the details for our programs. All right. Well, thank you so much, Andre. Okay. Thank you, Sheree. That's it for this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'd like to thank Andre Dukak again for joining me. Don't forget to tune in next week for an all-new episode. As always, remember to take care of yourselves. I'm Sheree Felice.